0: this is nrl boom rookies
1: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of nrl boom rookies i am matt bungard alongside me as always mitch doyle hello good day, everybody um obviously quick bit of housekeeping news apologies to you if you got your podcast you know 12 to 24 hours late there was some um Publishing issues, not on our end, on the other end, and uh, hopefully that's been resolved for everyone. But, uh, put, put them on we,
0: blast, Bunga. Put cast on blast. Yeah, but we are sorry that you didn't get your
1: regularly scheduled podcast, but hey, it means you probably have two to listen to in the space of two days instead, so
0: win-win. Yeah, don't worry. I was stressing probably longer than the people were.
1: Well, I woke up to messages from Mitch saying, we've been cancelled. So, <laughs> not officially, um, but unofficially, yes. <laughs> yeah, which was quite worrying until I realized that he was just being slightly flippant, uh, yeah. but anyway yeah all right so we are not cancelled we are still here uh before we get into the question time a couple of news and notes bits that we I mean that have happened since we last recorded first of all we've got Alex Glenn retiring Mitchell uh the question is why now why not three years ago yeah, um, exactly right. sorry. I just anytime I can get a Simpsons a gratuitous Simpsons line in there I have to do it but yeah Alex Glenn, obviously a great servant to the Broncos and to rugby league for quite a while now it's um
0: it's obviously years overdue. It's such a complicated relationship I have with Alex Glen because for the first like seven or eight years of his career, I thought he was awesome, and like you know maybe he like when he was the first four or five years I thought maybe he's a future captain and never really came, and then when he got it, it was like are you kidding? Like it was just defaulting the captain, but he had he's really been hanging on to that Broncos a jersey in the starting thirteen or for like the last five or six years by the skin of his teeth, and before the direct like. He should curse Darius Boyd as much as many fans have. Before the Darius Boyd stuff happened, he would pretty much agreed to go to Penrith. Only stayed at Brisbane to get the because he was getting the captaincy, and has missed. He could have been the Kurt Capewell of the last like two years. Uh, he could have so. been like a bench back role for Penrith and just killing it. But anyway, he stuck at Brisbane. Uh, somehow isn't making 300 games despite debuting in 2009. He's on 282. Missed too many games last year, and obviously only got th- only got three left this year. Uh, yeah, not going to make it. Feels weird. Was I think it's more he's been pushed, and he's ret- he's retiring. But I think it's more he got told that he wasn't getting signed. Ben Eichen mentioned like last year before he wouldn't have given Glenn the captaincy, and he's so much already done all the things he mentioned he would do as a at the Broncos last year. He mentioned you get rid of Pangai and Lodge, and he's done that, and he's Glenn's gone now too. Uh, just weird. It's like. I'm not upset but I do feel like these guys who go out like this Alex Glenn will be remembered a lot for what he has been the last couple of years rather than what he was and it's unfortunate but that's just how things are and he's going to go out as like the worst like the most losingest Broncos captain of all time after waiting his whole career for that opportunity which is unfortunate for Alex but that's that's how the cards fell for him.
1: Yeah and um Conor Watson is heading back to the Roosters from the Knights, which I guess is, you know, I, I think he's a good player. Um, I think, you know, he's the kind of player that actually would help the Roosters right now. i will shame he won't be there till next year. But um, yeah, I think, um, I don't know. Knights fans are furious about this.
0: Well, this is the thing. We're talking about this on its own. Not because I think we des- he deserves a segment of his own Conor Watson, but because of the reaction from the rugby league community to a bench utility moving clubs. Was ridiculous. (laughs) Like it was nuclear. I mean, the other utility that moved clubs was Moses Zembai, which is also hilarious. But like Connor Watson, the reports are he took 300K a year to go play for the Roosters as opposed to being offered 350 at the Knights. And people doing those dumb things like, oh, the salary cap and this and that and that garbage. It's like after tax and at the money they're making, it's not a lot of money. It's like 22K difference or something Mm. after tax.
1: Yeah, and maybe he'll he wants, get. Yeah, he'll as a result of this play. Uh, no disrespect to the Knights, but he'll play in more finals games. Play at a better team. Probably gets a chance to even maybe put himself in like a rep shop window, like which would know, probably yeah. make up that shortfall as well. Um, yeah, and so
0: and and the weird thing is that like like the Knights resigned Kurt Man. That's the utility really. And Connor Watson, I don't know what his role will be at the Roosters. I don't think they're going to turn him back into a nine. But I'm guessing he just fills the same role. He just goes on break glass in case of emergency on the bench. But but it's just bizarre to see the fallout, like Knights fans losing their mind, turning their back, and we're screaming Caprot over a bench utility who is a good player. But I mean, we still don't know his best position. Kind of the same way Tyron Peachy sat around for ten years not knowing his best position. You know, Connor Watson's 25 now will be a good addition to the Roosters squad. But like. I don't think it's anything to, you know,
1: to cry over when he leaves your club. They've lost so many players this year as well for people talking about, all oh, salary caps, like there's yes. a lot of money coming off of those books in the next, well. Yeah,
0: like, but I'll as see. you know, Bungard, as long as it, if the team remains in the top four to six, it doesn't matter who they lost. It's the salary cap. Well, nah. I mean,
1: <laughs> apart from Melbourne, who were cheating, so. Okay.
0: Yes, well, that, but I still remember like when they, another one I found funny is like when they, when they got rid of us to and they signed Tedesco. Even like two years later, they talking about like Tawashi Shek's money was still there somehow. No, no, it wasn't. But yeah. uh, that's interesting. The Moses Empire one I find hilarious too, because um, the money ball gets drum- is getting drunk. I wasn't out. gonna,
1: yeah. Holy shit. Uh, yeah.
0: Obviously, it's nothing close to money ball, but even if they're looking for value, we mentioned this during on the other day when they talked about signing and by but the word is they're probably paying him like three to three fifty a year at the dragons. It's like, I don't care that the Tigers are playing four to four, five hundred of that. Moses Zimbai would not get that on the open market. Connor Watson is a better utility, just got that. Moses Zimbai would not. It is not some genius deal because some other club is paying his first year salary. So it made me think that if we keep throwing these guys, the other clubs want so, get rid of so much, they're paying over half their salary. And only for one year of these deals, by the way. And then we take the next year. It's like, is it really that genius move? Like they when they got... Uh, and they got Jack Bird and McCulloch from Brisbane. It was only some subsidised for one year, I believe. Moose is only subsidised for one year, maybe two at the at the at, down there. And Moe Zimbai is only subsidised one year. How is that some genius move? I don't know. No,
1: but, um, was that poster made by someone that we know, or was that an actual Fox Sports product? What one? The money ball poster that was doing the rounds. I
0: don't know. I think the poster was not made by Fox Sports. I wouldn't be sure. I really hope it wasn't because it (laughs) it was one of the the worst things I've ever seen. (laughs) One Um, of the worst things I've ever seen. But I just laugh. I've been having the misunderstanding of that concept anyway. But essentially, anything, any strategy at all is money ball. You have a strategy for signing players, money ball.
1: There's no way that's real. I'm looking at it now. It's it's like got Griffin's face photoshopped on Brad Pitt's. Yeah. There's no way that can be real.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't I know. Mean, it, can't,
0: it can't be from them, but yeah, not Moneyball. And I, I just don't know. They're going to shuffle those guys a lot next year, being like Moses and Boy and Jack Bird. And then also having a young fullback potential and a young six, you know, Griffin won't trust them. So there's going to be some deck chairs going around at the Dragons next year and hell. They're still going this year. Moses, sorry, Moose is playing nine. Holy
1: shit! No, no, the pitch is real.
0: It's from Fox Sports.
1: It's on their Twitter account.
0: You, they do know that, like, there's face swap apps. <laughs> like, that they, they just do this. <laughs> like, we know this, right? Oh my god!
1: There Holy go. shit, it's real. The, yeah, I mean, that Moneyball word is a trigger to anyone. We did talk. We talked about Moneyball yeah, like on Monday's week. show, right? Yeah, we Brief, did. briefly, but like, um. Yeah, it, it's like it's a trigger to anyone who A watches American sports or B has even the slightest understanding of analytics or money or, yes.
0: ball. or balls.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, signing a bunch of guys nobody else wants for money that nobody else would be prepared to pay for them and getting less than league average production from them does not seem like it's very money ball to me. But I'm just that's a not... humble podcaster.
0: Yes, that's that. I believe that's how money ball worked was that it? signing players no one else wanted. Yeah, that part is partially true, yes. For money no one else would pay. Not so much. That don't produce better in areas than other people. Definitely produce... not. No. All right,
1: okay. So they got the and, signing and... <laughs> players no one wanted bit. Yes. And the rest of it. They... <laughs> no, <laughs> the rest of it is fine. Don't worry about it.
0: Moneyball, baby. And in, a, and in a salary-capped league, it's not like... It's so insane. It's interesting. <laughs> it's just my number. So they true. read the first three pages of Moneyball and go on, oh, I've got it. Players
1: no one wants.
0: Close the That's book. It. Do you want to read the rest of no 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 no? no, no, no. That's just <laughs> sorry about <laughs> it. Pass it. Players nobody wants. I've watched, i watched I read the IMDB description of the movie and I read the first three pages of the book. And we've got it. The money ball. We're done. Uh, it's, it's worse than AFL coverage too, by the way, because AFL is a bit more analytical anyway. So any time any formula, anyway signing a player,
1: moneyball. Yeah, uh, just absolutely insane behaviour. All no, right, I
0: think, I think it's more of a bog-off Saturday by the Dragons. Buy one, get one free. Buy one right. shit guy, they'll throw one out, another one in. I don't know. But uh, anyway, let's move on to Trade, huh? All
1: right. Yeah, uh, I won. I'm back. You won. Warriors. Top three, uh, mate. Bit of carnage. Yeah, Manika was equal first. She only had away tips left. She had tipped the Bulldogs. Obviously, good good week to do it when you know the two people you're against are uh, tipping the other team in that game. So it's basically an all-or-nothing Play um, didn't get it done, unfortunately, for her. So she drops down to fourth or fifth, I think. Uh, you're now up to third. Matt Duggan and Nick captain still tied for first, but I believe both still have a. I think Campus lost both the Dragons and the Bulldogs. So yeah, yeah. There's a there's a chance you end up winning this whole thing. Who have you got left? So my my conundrum is spoke
0: uh, to bang before the podcast. We're not we're not really trying to win the competition. We are, but I'm playing defense because we're buying people to finish above. Us, the hosts, we're buying them things. So the, we decided we landed on a stein with boom rookies on it. And yeah. essentially I'm defending our wallets <laughs> at this point. And I haven't got... The, the thing you'd really want now is... And the way, if I wanted to win the competition, I have to pick the Bulldogs before round 25. Because round 25, both Campo and uh, Matt ahead of me haven't picked the Bulldogs. They're going to pick the Bulldogs that round. Yeah. So for me to win the comp... I'd have to pick the Bulldogs this week and hope they somehow beat the Knights, and then pick the Tigers round last round and hope they work my way. Only way to win, but because I'm playing defense, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm you just also trying to
1: can pick. still win without that, by the way. I there's, can. Every, there's every chance you're. I mean, yeah. There's you're only fifty four and against points behind Camper, and you've got a better four and against points than Matt. So. Yeah. If you, uh, that, I think campus. I'll took the Cowboys too. Well, so the do Dragons, I.
0: One of them. I was a bit the Cowboys. So no, I you've
1: got Cowboys. He's yeah. got Dragons, I think.
0: So. They play each other round 24.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Well. That's when I'm picking the Cowboys. I'm going this. My problem now is I have to pick a home team. This so you week. don't really
1: need to play defense at all then. You just need to hope the Cowboys win that game. Yeah. Well,
0: th- and this week I'm. Uh,
1: all that for and against.
0: Well, I'm still playing defense between guys below us anyway. But th- this week I have to pick a home team. And yep. the conundrum of my face is that the home teams are the Broncos against the Warriors. I actually think the Broncos win, are not picking them. Dragons against the Roosters, not doing it. Mm. Bulldogs, not doing it. Tigers over the Sharks, not doing it. Not picking Penrith. Not picking the Titans over the Storm. It's got to be, be Parramatta. So it's only Parramatta. Parramatta's who I'm picking. I penciled this in a number of weeks ago. So yep. far, I've, had, I've, I've picked like, as I've penciled in since like round 18. It's gone quite well. Uh, but I'm going to have to pick the Eels and I'm not feeling great about it because the Cowboys have also been the team. They've been awful. They've been the team that will upset many people this year as well. Yeah. Uh, somehow they're still named, the Cowboys are still named that that same back line. Uh, I'm guessing the Hammer, if he's fit, comes in and they've got a, another Mothadriki. They've got a they got him for the Bulldogs mid-season. Not the old Cidavini. It's another Mothadriki and uh, he's in the extended. Maybe he comes in, but I don't like that. But, I thought that I don't even really care about how the the Cowboys are going. It's like Eagles crisis test this week. Really, like getting thumped by good teams is is just their thing now. If they Mm -hmm. get beaten by the Cowboys, my lord! But I'm picking the Eagles. Yeah. So I,
1: (laughs) I thought I was. Yeah. But I. Okay, so the only thing that changes for me is I thought in the last week of the season I could take the West Tigers, just as a double insurance. But I've actually misread the draw, though. I've got one away and two homes left to do, not three homes. No, No, it's actually fine. I will still take the Bulldogs this week, the Warriors the week after that. But now in the last round, I can pick an away team, and there's the Sea Eagles playing the Cowboys. So that looks like a pretty nice run for me to finish on. That does. Um, I could also take a home team in round 25, take the Warriors against the Titans in the last week. We'll see what happens. But yes, the only way I can possibly claw my way back into this is not taking the Bulldogs when I know everyone else who hasn't taken the Bulldogs yet is taking them and obviously that means not taking them in the last week of the season because I don't need to play defense because I'm behind you anyway. I'm going to take them this week and hope that they upset the Knights but I have no hope at all.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be yeah, in love with that one but you've got to do it at some point and I was thinking can I pick the Bulldogs another week as Bungard mentioned. But unless and you do it this week, no. No, well they play Manly next week. Like,
1: No. Yeah, the last time they played Manly, they lost sixty six 0 So
0: yeah, maybe yeah, close. Uh, but the Cowboys is what I'm picking next week. Not not a big secret. Bulldogs last round, like I have like I'm not loving the Cowboys pick next week either. But the Dragons are also falling apart. And uh, yeah, I think the last time they played? I, I, I they played the Dragons played the Cowboys, and I and I almost hit them then, and I didn't, and I got lucky because the Dragons did trounce them. But they're falling apart now, so who knows.
1: Yep, absolutely. All right. Uh, without any further ado, let's oh, get into... We
0: should mention for the winner, by the way, we don't know, we're going to... We still don't know what the grand is. Oh, final they can is. push we'll it back just...
1: a year if they want grand final tickets. Or, or, we can...
0: Can, or we can replace it with like a team jersey or something for like, your, you know, your team. I, we don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll speak to the winner and see what they would like to do. But uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, the, to- the top three all get stuff. So we'll talk to all of them. Unless yeah. it's you, obviously. And we can we can talk to me about me getting stuff. All right. <laughs> um, okay. All right, without any further ado, let's get into the question. Are you serious? We're going to have any
0: questions. Okay, question time over on patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. If you want to ask a question and get amongst the, uh, the Discord with the rest of us. Anyway, uh, question one comes from the not so mature age student. Do you think the recent close scorelines are in part due to no reserve grade comp? Because when the players are injured or suspended, suspended their replacements aren't match fit. Could this be why the Storm are playing undercooked paps to in finals ready, as most of their players with long-term injuries will spend two or three weeks with the Falcons before coming back into the NRL? Probably
1: a fair point. I will say they definitely stopped calling as many 6 agains as well. That yeah. is also contributing to the scorelines not being as blown out.
0: I mean, I don't think I think Pappenhausen would have come back like this regardless. Yeah, yeah. That's how Craig Bellamy has done the past two years ago, right? Yeah, they've done this before. I don't think he would have played uh, Queensland Cup. I I don't know. I would say there's some factors in terms of full blown match fitness, but I don't think it's got to do with like the actual score lines remaining close. Like, I just think it's got to do with some of those games you said. There's less six again calls in it, and also some teams like, you know the the Cowboys and the Drags that they're playing right now. Not great. No. <laughs> the lineups. And the Warriors team have won some games, but there's that's not a lineup that has points in it either. You know, with the guys that they've put together. Um I don't think that's because of no Quaint New South Wales Cup. I don't think I don't think, you know, if you had some of these guys having a few more weeks in Cup they were going to come into first grade and play and blow the competition apart. Maybe not okay and his next question was no we ought to answer that. Josh Brandon Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> bit of a theme from me, but what is the longest connected name we can make? Past and present players, maybe interchangeable. So this is like, I okay. guess, because my best, his best is Bo, Ryan, James, Fisher, Harris, or Latrell, Mitchell, Moses, M mm. Bye. I'm sure we able to choose better. Or would you? Josh is a bit of a, bit of a fetish. <laughs> for Apostrophied and, uh, in <laughs> names of that nature. Yeah. So you've got to have, I, don't, I don't know what he means. So, yeah, obviously, by Ryan. Ryan James in the middle, then James Fisher-Harris, the end.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good.
0: The trail, Mitchell, Moses, and by... Okay. I'm trying to think what else that could be. Uh, well, I can already think of, like, Tevita Pangai Jr. and then Junior Pauga or Junior... What's that guy named, like, fucking Junior...
1: Right. Paulo?
0: No, the Junior's a Tola, but he changed his name.
1: Paulo works too though Junior so.
0: Paulo, Yeah I'm trying to think of that No that no, not, I'm trying to think of that one Who had a really long name
1: But he doesn't play first Didn't play first grade Oh
0: That's fine um, This feels like a word thing That you'd be good at Vanguard,
1: But Yeah it does But also It's really I tried to do I saw this question the other day I can't really think of any That get beyond like Three or four Like linking More than three yep. players Is just almost impossible to do. Can't
0: you use PJ Lewis full name That's like 40 characters like Well that's 40 still names. Just one guy's name though <laughs> Oh, I can link someone else in there, Surely. Just
1: get into DeVars in there somehow. <laughs>
0: um, no, I, I don't know. I think everyone else wants you to sit down with a pen and paper and go over. Um, Latrell Mitchell, Moses, Embryer, I think people could, good. could hit. But Bo Ryan, James Fisher, Harris is quite good. Harris, there's got to be... No, wait. Okay, James Fisher, Harris. There's got to be someone with Harris as their first name, right? I don't think so. Who played rugby league at some point? Well, so. if you
1: it's the thing, right? Like if you can count Stevens as Steven and Matthews as Matthew, it changes everything, but obviously you can't really do that. So
0: yeah, I'm trying to think anyone first named Harris. Maybe there isn't a Harris. I don't think there is uh that's disappointing. There is no Harris who played first grade. Like there's sorts of last names, Harris. Mm. <sighs> Harry. <laughs> obviously doesn't work. Um Harrison, can you put Harrison in?
1: Ashley Harrison, no, something. No. Um,
0: no, 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 this is definitely great podcasting. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh no I, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say sorry. And Bo, anyone last name Bo or similar? I don't think so. No, it can't like, be similar. It has to be the same.
1: That's the whole problem. That's the
0: same. But like, anyone last name Bo? I don't think there is. There's like Beaumont. Doesn't count. can't Count. Sorry. What about okay? Is there any longer juniors that I can just like I can just steal? No, I don't think. Oh no, nah, I don't think so. I think like Tavita Pango Junior, Tia Khalifa. That's as long as I can get. One. No. That's pretty long though. It's only that's two people good. though.
1: Yeah, that's. I think four players is the best you can do.
0: Yeah, I get longer name, but not number of players. Obviously, The trial, Mitchell uh, Moses by is three. Yeah. <sighs> no, there's no one last. Uh, Anyone last name Tom?
1: <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. <laughs> and then there's like Well, there'd definitely be a last name Thomas somewhere. Yeah.
0: And then, uh, Yeah, I don't know. And there's no like there's a couple of people who were Adam last name, but they haven't played for like 40 years. They don't count. Right, okay. To me anyway, they don't count. Okay, right. we should probably move on. Okay. Cause we could probably sit here for an hour trying to figure that out. Yes, <laughs> yes, we could. Okay. Next question comes from Gilby. How do the Raiders deal with moving past current players like Croker or even moving past current players like Croker or even Sam Williams? It feels like the club is too caught up in a sentiment of these guys' history with the club and are
1: afraid to make the big call on them. Um, I get Croker, but I think Sam Williams is basically like a perfect guy for that club to have. Like, This is a guy who's just content to just kick back and play reserve grade and then he's there and will do a job for you in first grade when you need it.
0: Yeah, it's on, not ex- not exactly yeah. uh, his fault. or keeps having to be, he has to step up too much, right? He's not, he's actually fine for that role being the next yeah. drop half. And I know after a while they get they want more out of him when he steps in, but it's like again it's his, his role, role and the squad wasn't he's never it hasn't been for a number of years now to be the starting halfback. It just ends up being that often, but mm. yeah, I don't know. That's, it's not really exactly been his role for a long time, as, as you said. Um, but yeah, guys like Croker. I mean, I've said this a few times. Like, who were they competing with with those signings? I don't know. Like, you, you I know you want to be laudable, guy, but if you give Jared Croker a two year deal, who honestly, who else was going to sign him at thirty two? They weren't going to. There was no one chasing Whitehead. I know everyone. These camera fans love these players, and I know they they often say we don't want to loot. Like you know. We're happy for him to stay and all that garbage. But really, over time, you're not that stoked with it. Mm. Like you don't want to see Croker play worse than he's playing now for the coming years. You know, he's you know, he's way past the event, he's been pretty poor. He's hanging on. I know he can laugh and enjoy for a long time and hope he chases points, records, all that kind of stuff. But it starts starts being funny when you, you know, want to actually win football games.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: and I don't know why that the Raiders one of those clubs that are like that. I don't know why. I think like that extra loyal to those guys. I Think it's got to do a bit, bit with the the connection with the community and how I think the whole area kind of likes that kind of thing that the club does. But I don't know how they they change it because they keep fucking doing it. Like they just keep penning dudes forever. They keep extending dudes that have like two years on their deal. What are you mm. doing?
1: Yeah, I, I think the Kroger thing is entirely self inflicted, but. No. Yeah,
0: like again if Jared Kroger is his apparent loyal club man as well himself right he's not going to turn that deal down he's not but if if that's how this relationship works if, if you think he's going nowhere and whatever it's just one year deals forever that's all it has to be one year deal one year deal or two-year deal one year deal at the end but instead he's still signed up for a long time and looks dust and have to carry his salary cap his salary on the cap that whole time as well anyway next question six again, as Parramatta?
1: funny um nah i i don't think it's funny i don't i never understood like people hating the eels because like they haven't really been successful for our entire lives so uh, yeah i just feel bad for their fans i got a lot of fans who consistently have their hopes raised and then dashed again so uh it's not funny it's more sad than anything else you probably think it's funny because you hate everything
0: uh, i do think it's kind of funny because of how often We get attacked by their fan base. It's the only fan base who actually still attack us on this podcast. That's a fair point, actually. Like I know, I know, mediums and people only listen to things. Like a lot of people listen to this will will agree with us. People also listen to things they disagree with all the time. You do people like that? That's what they do. But Parramatta fans are the only ones consistently. When we say something, knock their team, we get tweets, messages, garbage like that. People even Patreon or whatever every time. Even when people agree what we say, they 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 abuse us. So and that's this is back to the podcast like five or six years ago. Like this goes back a long way. It yeah. does. So yeah, I do kind of laugh at it because like that's fair in that regard. But uh, you know, g- generally no, I don't find it that funny because like as you said, there's many other clubs I'd r- I'd rather see crash. Yeah, but I also do find it funny when there was dumb shit like the Moses's Ten Commandments and yeah. every pre- like. Come on, we all knew this year they weren't contenders, but for some reason the media was acting like they were. And this happens again, and instantly they turn on them. And there's garbage about players being split and salary cap rubbish and all this garbage everywhere now. Like, I don't know. It's, it must be exa- and exhausting as a para fan to just do this every year.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just, I just feel bad for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question Sam Stevens, hmm. would you rather. Win the Daly M, but your team doesn't make the finals, or yep. win the Clive Churchill, but your team loses the grand final. I
1: think this one's extremely easy, Mitchell. But uh, you go first. Daly M medal easily. Yeah, not even. No, no question in my mind at all. Yep. Because
0: if we, if we come ninth I'm in the Daly M, it sucks missing the finals. Losing, I, I think, like losing grand final sticks with you. Losing them at that level, they haunt mm-hmm. some players for years. Like, the stories, like how Chancellor Clockstad, if you remember, he got subbed early in the grand final. Yeah. And that entire offseason, he, he couldn't sleep. Yeah, thought about it, what he could have done more, what he could have done better, all that kind of stuff. Like, Ben Hunt had issues for a number of years. There's many players we think about and we hear it. I even remember mate, my, myself, like, I lost an under-10s grand final, right? We were undefeated the entire year. The team we lost to, we'd beaten, like, 60 points nil, like, two weeks prior. And we lost in the grand final. And We lost because um, two things. We like we lost. What was it? Five three. Um, but we had the referee miss and admit after the game, which is great as well to a bunch of ten year olds who cried, admit that he got a call wrong. We scored a try in the corner, and he called a, he called that a knock on and the change in mind by full time. That and the other reason we lost is that we got a penalty towards the end of the game, and it was like right in front of the posts, and our goalkeeper kicked the ball after it fell off the tee. Oh, no. I got blown off the tee and he kicked it along the ground. It's like, mate, you can just reset it. So we lost. And that hung with me from even as only at 10, from being a 10-year-old until we, I won. My next comp by one was when I was like 15. Yeah. And it hung with me till then. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine how it hangs with people at NRL level because of how hard you work every day, your whole career to get to that level and lose. And I think being the Clive Churchill
1: medalist almost makes it feel worse. It does. Ask yourself this, right? I know, look, I know they technically made the finals, but they finished eighth and they lost in round one. Would you? Who do you think enjoyed their season more? The Warriors fans watching Tuvasa Shek in 2018 when he won the Dallium, and yeah. they finished eighth. Let's just say ninth for the purpose of this argument. Or Raiders fans in that grand final the following year?
0: I, I think the Raiders fans are a bit special. Well, yeah, <laughs> but, they, they but the point is better, yeah.
1: one of those ended devastatingly sadly, and the other yes. one is kind of just like, oh, well, it was a kind of a shit season, but at least Roger played really well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, I do yeah. think, think that's one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for me, very easy having experienced that grand final loss. and Yeah, obviously, you'd like to make grand finals, but losing them, there's not many worse feelings in the sport if you're like, playing the sport yourself. Mm. Uh, Luke Sturkenboom. We've definitely been asked this one before, and I know your answer already, Bungard, but he says, if you could call one current player to make the best possible team, who would you pick? Latrell yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, and I, and I think... That's the most obvious choice and the bright choice. And the only one I would say that I can combat it with is I'd do Tommy Turbo because of his size as well. But the proven kicking game can kick, can take it ups in the middle, can goal kick and probably not going to love the tough stuff so much. But if you've got four the on the bench to replace four the Trels, no worries, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know Easy I mean? work. Easy work. That's it. Um, that's all we have on Patreon. Not, not a lot today, probably because I asked them late, but that's my fault. But we'll go over to Discord. Now, over on Discord, after my fun part of trying to find the last question we've got to ask. So I love that I do this every time.
1: Uh, it's um, <laughs> August 12th. Yeah, that's it.
0: Okay. I do like this. Move it now. Who, yeah. I don't know who that is. Who changed their name? Anyway, Sangbang says, with Park goal-kicking on the rise, how long till we see a goal-kicking cross-basketball competition?
1: And his quotes are his sisters going out with Lodge. I would love this with all my heart. Um, yeah. Can we do this in the summer? We should. I mean, I haven't got... Mascot Oval's wide open, care. though. We can go there any time. I mean, can we go there any time? Okay, well, <laughs> sorry. I can go there any time. Yeah. As yeah, long as I can um, prove that it's exercise and not recreation. But... Um, yeah, let's do it when yeah. we can go outside again.
0: Yeah, um, I remember I used to do basketball in my front yard as a kid with a, a basketball hoop, and psych-outs aren't as effective as the movie makes them to be. But uh, if we get involved beers in it,
1: yes, let's we'll make this work somehow. We'll uh, make this also, some sort of
0: also. I'd be a terrible goalkeeper now, so I don't know if I need to be psyched out. You know? Um,
1: yeah, okay, I'll um, be all
0: right. Actually, I do think. You're probably more likely to be psyched out during a goal kick than you are during a basketball shot because there's more steps in the motion. Like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Mario Siegs. We're changing six tackles to seven tackle sets, making any noticeable difference in these blatantly intentional infringements. Defensive teams go for.
1: No, yeah, Pro- uh, maybe reckon? a little bit, but probably not much. A little no. bit though. I think it would.
0: Yeah, I don't think it'll still stop the tackle one ones. I don't think it will. The I guess ones not. That happen like. The ones that happen all the time on tackle one or zero on the other team's goal line, they're the biggest blight on this rule. They won't stop. No. They should just be penalties every time, but what, this Just garbage. Uh, are the Raiders, Scorsese says, are the Raiders the first team in history of the NRL to beat two teams in one game of rugby league? Who'd they, who'd they beat? Twice. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't know. Some Raiders in joke.
1: Stop indulging
0: know. them. I don't know. Is it because is it when they beat the Eels and then the Eels have been shit since? I don't know. So, I don't know. Maybe the rowing team said something again. <laughs> yeah. uh, Matthew Bungard says, Hello. Hey, guys, huge fan. Yeah. What, uh, question. What would a rugby league equivalent of the Field of Dreams game look like? Well, firstly, you've got to explain what that is to people, but that walkout was the weirdest shit. It was amazing. <laughs> it was awful.
1: It was the best thing ever. Um, so basically, if you're not familiar with Field of Dreams, a baseball movie from the 80s, Kevin Costner builds a baseball field in a court. In a, it's awesome. They emulated this in real life and played an actual Major League Baseball game in like rural Iowa mm. and it, in the middle of a cornfield. And it ruled. It ruled so much.
0: Yeah, so I also want to ask a question with that um, before, before we get into Rugby League's version of it again. So I saw people saying like there be there was tweets about it, and then some people were saying the walkout's lame, or what it's settings lame, and people were responding to those guys saying you don't understand baseball or understand the significance of Field of Dreams in baseball. Yeah, what is the significance of Field of Dreams in baseball? Is there something we're
1: missing? It's just one of the greatest sports movies of all yeah. time. It's one of the most. That's famous- what I thought. Yeah, that's all I thought it was. I didn't think it was some deeper meaning oh, baseball it, thing. I don't know if it's got a deeper meaning, but it's very culturally. Important to baseball, it's just a, you gotta remember how much of a bigger deal sports movies are over there than they are here. Like, um, when the Cleveland Indians were in the World Series for the first time in like however many years in 2016, mm-hmm. people wanted Charlie Sheen dressed up as Wild Thing from Major League to throw out the first pitch at the game. Yes, like these movies are a big deal to a lot of people, but and also,
0: sp- and baseball movies make baseball entertaining, so that's also well, a big there was
1: no need for that, but uh...
0: <laughs> but. I mean I tuned in for the Field of Dreams game on a on a hot tip. So it it worked. And I did I didn't think the cornfield was immaculate, by the way. It did look very nice. And was this a purpose built cornfield? Or no, this-, this is an
1: actual it's an actual field. They were built by Universal in nineteen eighty nine when the movie came out.
0: Oh, so it is from the movie Field of Dreams? Yes. There you go. Well, I didn't know it was a the movie's Field of Dreams. Even better then, but uh yeah, Kevin Costner walking out was a thing. Uh, didn't know if I loved the walkout much, much, but I didn't like dingers going into the cornfield.
1: It was pretty cool. Um, so the hard part is working out what the rugby league equivalent would be because there aren't a whole lot of movies. And and all, most of the movies, like
0: they just have like the park footy feel we're all, we're all aware of.
1: Well, is, is it is it Footy Legends, the Arn movie, where yeah, he reunites like, his old high school, Yaguna high school footy mates? Yeah. <laughs> um, and they just pop up at a park in Bankstown somewhere. Yeah, but or is it um... some shitty park? Well, look, obviously Matt Nable's involved. Yeah, I know that. Um, the final winter as well. Like, is it? Is it something? I feel like it's a bit played out because they just have games at Henson Park now, anyway. So yeah, um... I don't know. I don't know if there's anything of that peak level. Like. <sighs> The
0: you know, the footy legends is some like playing in the backyard as well. It'd have to be, you know, that's what it has to be actually. It has to be in a misshapen backyard style field. Yeah. It has like, you know, it has like a garden bed around one edge. There's a clothesline somewhere, you know, there's a pool fence in one corner. Like it's not the perfect square kind of field. And uh yeah, and that's and there's gotta be like some trees, and maybe there's like, you know, there's a fence. On one side, that's higher than the other. If you kick the ball over for a conversion, it has to go over the back fence. You have to get it yourself. You're just describing <laughs> yeah.
1: Blue Tongue Stadium. <laughs>
0: yeah, pretty much. It's getting played at Blue Tongue. Okay, good. But we're but we're, we're bringing the the sides in, mate. Unfortunately, there's not a great equivalent. But good, good moment in it's good moment to sport. I do like seeing uh, movies and memes come alive. Essentially, you know, it's a yeah. What what other movies could we see like that? Basketball, uh, obviously. No, I mean, but yeah. no, I about to say like the rest of them, like baseball's is obviously different, but it's like you know other iconic movies. Most of them are still based in reality of the sport being played mm. yeah, in yeah. a sport on a sport field. Yeah, but uh, well, I think
1: have like, have like they've done something similar with Who's the basketball movie. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the Flint uh,
0: Tropics, the halftime shows, maybe.
1: Yeah, like, they have a bear
0: in one of the games. All right, consider that maybe. I don't know. Anyway, next question. Uh Joe says if you were to rate the performance of the NRL administration this year, would you choose A very good, B, so A, good, B, very good, C phenomenally good.
1: That's a tough question, but a fair one from yeah. Joe.
0: I do love that that question went missing for like 12 hours. And it was like 10 eight. minutes. <laughs>
1: yeah, there you go. Hide it. they hit it. They hit it though. I was ready to go full conspiracy not that it came back. And I was like, huh. Oh. Yeah.
0: They scrubbed it. Yeah. Uh Ben Wallace says the sandwich Ruben Garrick shouldn't it be Ruben the Garrick sandwich. I know it's, it's he's a Ruben sandwich, but still. Is now Manley's all-time point scorer. What do you mean, all-time point scorer? I
1: think he means for a single season, obviously. Yes.
0: I was like, he can't be their all-time leader. No. Is there any other player who would hold big records or have a wildly inconsistent season? Um,
1: yeah. well, that year that Amos Roberts was top try scorer stands out. Like he was yeah. a pretty average player for most of his career, and then one year I think he didn't. He's just he scored like 23 tries for Penrith. Um, who else didn't David Simmons have a year as well where he was like the top try scorer in the NRL as well? Yeah,
0: Graham Meadie scored like 2000 points, so it's uh, um,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> Ruben Garrick is one. Well, there's obviously Jamie Lyon. How far is Garrick away? Well, he's in the top 12. <laughs> Um, who who's oh who else has had really good points scoring season but sucked? Luke Cavell. Does it have to just
1: be point scoring? Or is it just, or is it just more like anyone that's? No, I suppose it is. It's just like benefiting from being in a good team or whatever. But like, well, yeah. Luke
0: Cavell scored fifteen tries in that one season, but like none the rest of his career, pretty much. So and he scored two hundred. Colin Best
1: have like one amazing year for the Dragons. I feel like.
0: I mean, Bobby like, four tries were going
1: down that path. Colin yeah, Robert Best, Jennings is one. Well. Colin Best, 20 tries in 2005. Never got above 15. Yeah, but to say, he's
0: returned season 2005 after spending some time at, at Hull. He played
1: uh, yeah. in the NRL for five, 10, 13 seasons. And he scored yeah. 20% of his tries in that one year at the Dragons. Yeah.
0: And uh, he played in the NRL 13 seasons with two years in the middle in, 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 in Hull. But... Uh, I feel like the whole like recipes, he had that good year at Canberra too. But yeah. the rest of his career, they were chasing like, remember, even they're like, oh man, remember that year seven years ago? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Bo- Bobby Four tries uh, that one, that 2018 season is like 70% of his career tries in the NRL. And he's played in the NRL for seven years.
0: Yeah. Oh, Leon Bott. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For that one, like,
0: Honestly, it was for like thirteen games. <laughs> it was like um, that start of that season in two thousand and five, and then got a big offer, turned it down. Denon Kemp, another great one as well. But, yeah, uh, some good it, ones in there. Wild the inconsistent seasons. I mean, Matt Utai is another guy who was hey like, hey 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 hanging around forever. But good. I, I like Matt Utai, but yeah, twenty one tries. So his first like th- three in row thirteen tries, and twenty one, then sixteen, then from there. Six,
1: seven, two, six, none, six, six, two. Yeah,
0: look, fair point. <laughs> yeah, not great. But uh, and the thing is, he still ends up with those numbers going so poorly. He still ends up with more than a try every other game in his Bulldog's career. Not bad. Oh, anyway, good question, Ben. But next one, Mario Siegs. Who are the first five players you think of who have played at regular NRL this year that would likely struggle in the English Super League? Oh, that's a bit mean. We've kind of been asked this a couple of times now in terms of best players, so worst players getting regular
1: run. I, but I don't, uh, I don't love just slagging people off in a reason.
0: Now, well, as someone who does love doing that, uh, <laughs> no, I, I mean, I do think a lot of these guys would do fine in the Super League. Like, really, like, not even not going a Super League either. It's the same thing. Most of the guys who play in the NRL murder Queensland Cup, supposed to kill that level or New South Cup and come back up. And those guys would go to the super league and do pretty similar. Um, I'm not sure Brody Croft will be great in England because I don't even think he's very good in cup in the first place. I can't explain him. But yeah, there's not I don't think there's many regular first graders who go over there and not be at least above average. And the ones mm-hmm. that do end up going over there and not working out are generally guys who like just give up, like they put on weight or they don't put the work in or similar. And I'm not gonna be able to easily to predict oh who's gonna go if they went to England, who would get fat? Like Yeah. I don't know the answer there. Like, Albert Kelly was playing fat in England, and he's still not best shape now, but he lost heat's weight to play NRL again, you know? Yeah. But, uh, next question. Rough belly. What record yet to be broken in the last PVL, Abdo, um, uh,
1: it's Most Dave points in the season still. Well, Dave Brown's try-scoring record, which yeah. Alex Johnson might have broken if he hadn't got injured. He might have. He had 20... Is- I looked at it. He had 24... Um, the three games he missed, Josh Mansor played on that wing and got five tries. So That's 29. And he's back yes. this week. So what's the record? 35? It's 34 or 35? I mean, Something like that. So like, is he going to get five or six more tries in, by the end of the year? I mean, probably. They play like a shell of a Roosters team and the Dragons in the last two weeks. So,
0: yeah. Oh, what
1: is it? What can I... F-
0: oh, 38. God, there we go. Close. Oh, that's more than Not, I thought. More, than, still, more than it is, yeah.
1: Still, I mean, if he hadn't got hurt, he'd need nine more right now. So... No, well, I mean, not beyond the realms of possibility.
0: Well, the most point we know the most points of the season for a team is, is coming. Paramount 839, very close. Uh, the 300 points in the season mark for players is 342 for Hasm, and that's again, that's the thing that they included finals in these in the long run. Oh, okay, which obviously they didn't happen at, at the end of the season, like those don't happen at the end of the season, right? Like, you have got to cut well, handsome Ruben might get there. Yeah, I do hate that. We include finals in these so, records. We just do. I think so,
1: they should count for all-time records, but they shouldn't count yeah, for single-season records. They shouldn't. So I think he scored like
0: 300 points in the regular season, maybe less uh, Has him that year. Well,
1: Ruben <laughs> might get there. Is it at 268. Let
0: so, me do the terrible quick math, but I'll do it quickly on my computer here. Four, four, four. four if, if
1: Ruben's averaging like 12 points a game and he's got three more games, he'll get over 300.
0: Yeah, Hazard scored 48 in the finals that year.
1: Yeah, okay. So if you take the 48 out, he got 296. So Garrick yeah. needs like 20, 26 more or something, 28 yeah. more. Yeah, he and, might get there. And, the, and, and
0: yeah. the other weird part of how we keep these records is we also give the top point scorer on regular season. So like Jermaine Sarko got top point scorer a couple of years ago, then the trail beat him in the finals. It was like, okay, usually those guys hold it, but yeah, there's so nobody scored 300 points in the regular season. It might happen. It
1: might, Ruben it's Garrick, thirty-two more. They play the Bulldogs. He could get there. Who do they play this week? The Raiders. They probably probably get like ten, maybe. Yeah, like gets twenty against the Bulldogs. He's there, pretty much.
0: He's gonna, yeah, God. And again, these are the things
1: that are high. The great fastest. Oh, they play the Cowboys they- in the last game too.
0: It's again. It's no knock on Ruben Garrick, but that's a guy people didn't want in first grade after like six games. Is the chance of becoming the NRL top point scorer? And again, he scored in the uh, he, what he kicked in the first four games. He kicked five goals.
1: Oh, yeah, true. That's a great point. If you take out that first month, it's even more of a piss take. But yeah, even if he doesn't score any points this week, they play the Cowboys and the Bulldogs the last two. He'll probably get hat tricks in each of those and kick, you know, 15 goals across the two. So he'll piss it in.
0: Yeah, so it'd be interesting what happens there. But so, because Brett Hodgson's second on that list and he finished 308 points, and that comes with four What's finals the as most well?
1: tries in a season in the NRL era? It's less than 30. I know that.
0: It's, uh, what is it? Um, What's your name? The se- Blacklock season, isn't it? Is it? Okay. Well, Alex Johnson's going to get that then. Yeah, what's, what's is- Blacklock scored again in that year? 24, 25? What is, is it, it 25?
1: 20? Yeah. Anyway, well, I'm,
0: pre- I'm pretty sure we've like, he's got it already anyway.
1: Well, AJ's got 24 right now. Yeah, he'll
0: so. get it. I can't remember what it is. I, we, I remember going through this when
1: we did the records thing, but I haven't got it in front of me. It is... Remi- yeah. I do bitch about this all the time to people, yeah. but it is remarkably hard to find just, like, very vanilla rugby league stats in one place on the internet. Yeah. Like, I, mean- I just wanted a list of Ken medal winners, and that's just not on the internet. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what the... F- I oh, know
0: it's terrible, mate. And I know like Rugby League Project right has good records, for example. They do their but best. So they, they do all time records. Yeah. And yeah, again, NRL era records matter, matter to me. Because again, you don't really give a shit that most points scored in a match. Oh, okay. Well, we have, you know, Dave Brown, Dave Brown, Mal Meninga, sweet. But then it's like, oh, yeah, John Lindwall in 1947. I don't care. Oh,
1: I found it. Uh, Firstgrade.fandom.com forward slash wiki forward slash list of NRL records. Yeah, and what is it just NRL era run? stuff? What is it? Uh, Blacklock 2000, Weser right. 2003, and Brett Morris 2009,
0: all 25. Okay, I got it right
1: there. there so AJ is one away, and he's from tying them. And the so... funny thing
0: is, mate, like Josh Adokar is in dirt form this year, and he's still <laughs> like, a, like he might get there as well. Still, Ruben Garrett could get there. I wouldn't be shocked if we finish the year with three guys who are 25 plus tries. I mean, Very normal stuff. We will guarantee right now Johnson will break that record. There's both no way both manly
1: wingers could get there.
0: That's the same. There's no way that for, Alex Johnson for... plays the last three games and does not score a try. Yeah, no way. It's so bizarre.
1: We've, we've had the Rabbitohs score more points than in the history of the Grand Old Club this year. We're going to have three different players, probably at least mm. one, but probably three or four, break the record for the most points, most tries in the in an NRL era game uh, season. And we're going to probably maybe have Ruben Gag breaking the record for the most points ever scored in a season.
0: Well, yeah, ever. and Alex, sorry, Josh had a card, despite his average this season, that came against South. He scored six tries, which is the first time someone's scored six tries in a game since the 50s. So,
1: Oh, also um, Cody Walker's try assist thing. He's probably going to break that record too. Yeah, and
0: he has got the line break assist record. So I'll run some numbers before when round 25 comes to go back overall. Because I haven't refreshed any of this stuff in a yeah. while. See what we got for records and NRL era and all-time team point-scoring ones, but not great. I wonder how many teams we can finish with their most points scored because of like Melbourne are already currently fifth
1: on the all-time list. If Souths can score like twenty-five or thirty this week against Penrith, they'll probably get to eight hundred.
0: Yeah, actually, no.
1: ridiculous.
0: Actually, no, all-time list. Sorry, Souths are like fourth already now. Actually. Sorry, I'm not South. Sorry, the uh, Storm like fourth already. So the top most points in the season, eight thirty nine by Para. Same year, two thousand and one, is seven eighty two by the uh, Knights, and then Bulldogs is in two thousand and four, seven sixty. And the other funny part of this is again, we keep these records, regular season, players. We don't. I don't. I don't know what we're doing. Not <laughs> me either. But, but yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go to the next question. Mario Seig's. How surprising is it that Radley turned out to be the dumbest person in the game? Uh, I'm not sure he's the dumbest. Like, I mean, listen, Jack Hedrington exists. What are we doing here? Yeah. So there's Keegan Hipgrave. Like, uh, Ben Qualliada. <laughs> I like what you did there. Have another one. Uh if the security guards had let Big Java bowl over for India, how do you reckon his figures would have been? This was great.
1: If people missed this, like some guy just tried to walk out. He walked out onto the field as the Indian team were coming out to field in the Test match against England, in full India kit, personalised with Javo sixty nine on the back. And the best uh, parts
0: when the ump's came to him Matt, and he just points to the logo. He's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> like,
1: the Indian guys cracked up. They loved it.
0: Yeah, because that's an inoffensive streaker, no harm done. And then, like after the, I, lo- I love that one second after he points to his um patch in there and they and, they, and, they, and he walks away and he just claps. He's like, "Yeah, come on, boys!" I'm like. I love that. Love the cell. Um, um, of course, he's some amateur comedian, but whatever. I don't care. I didn't bother watching what he find out what he was proper
1: after that. Just enjoyed his, his work all around. What um, would his figures have been? Um, he's tall. Well, if he'd bowled to Karen, he probably would have got him out because he got a king pair, I think. So yeah, that's I, not mean, good.
0: I mean, he's um, tall, so I don't know if he's can if he got some bounce or not. I don't know if he's actually someone who's played cricket in the past. But When are we pivoting to becoming an Indian cricket podcast? Oh, well, it's where the money is exactly. It is. It's, I mean, surprised we haven't done it already. I mean, I, I love uh, Virat Kohli,
1: yeah, King Kohli. What a player. Yeah.
0: Um, mate, I've always said Isan Sharma, mate. Well, know, my, bowling action,
1: my bowling action is very similar to Bumrah's. to be honest, yeah, so. and probably just as fast, mate. You know, just as just, fast, mate. Just as fast. <laughs> yeah, uh, but. I don't know His what he was. Sam it... Curran or Tom Curran? The guy I was making fun of. I don't know. Care. There's two Currans, So, does matter. Yeah. Okay. There is. So, Sam Curran
0: is one Sam. of them. Tom is the other. <laughs> oh, okay. Good. All right. Wait, no. Is it? No, no sorry. Is it Tom or is it Ben? All right, I pulled it up. No, there's, there's now no Tom Sam, Curran.
1: sorry. It's Sam Curran. All right. Yeah. I, mean, I got Tom my Curran. monosyllabic names ending in M wrong.
0: And there's also a Ben Curran.
1: Oh, all right. They, who are. Get some syllables in your first names, you cowards.
0: we well, see. Ben Curran hasn't played for England, so he he's um, the Ben Tavoyovich. Ben's don't call your kid Ben. We've got Ben, Bean Quesadilla, <laughs> uh, Ben Quesadilla, Ben Curran, and Ben Tavoyovich, the uh, bigger failures in their family. Mm, it's tough just, to argue. It's, 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 it's yeah, it's uh, just not fair on the guys getting called Ben. Uh, Harvey Adam O'Brien has a record of 21 wins, a draw, and 20 losses as a head coach. Is this an acceptable return given his side's run with injuries or should results have been better even with the run of outs the side has had?
1: Um, I think they're a pretty middle-of-the-pack team with a middle-of-the-pack squad and those are middle-of-the-pack results. Uh, obviously, <sighs> there was nowhere to go but up after the previous regime. Um, they have, And they have, look, they've really, really struggled for consistency in their spine positions, especially since he's been there. And obviously, that's not an entirety of an excuse, but it does excuse some of the losses they've had to lesser teams over his tenure. I think I think it's fine. I think they're okay. I think they
0: have every right to be better than what they are right now. But over the whole tenure, as as you said, mate, like a lot of those guys have been injured. I, I think um I think they're trying too hard the last couple of weeks to make Kalen Ponger a player he's not. Like, you know, like him just going on the left hand side and throwing the ball to Bradman best is like Points every week, every day. It's awesome. Just keep doing it. But they keep trying to make him into more of the traditional fullback of like hovering around the middle, doing Tommy Turbo things and whatever. And it's fine. He's not that player, mate. Like get him on the edges and gutting teams. Like he operates better in space. He's not a physical runner. Most of the fullbacks who've ever been good through the middle of all time have been physical, damaging runners. Like carolyn ain't that guy. And you see, like their points scored. They only scored sixteen this weekend. At the Sharks. Yeah, they got twenty eight on Brisbane and thirty eight on the Raiders. Both those games, they fed – they went left-hand side. They fed Kalen and Bradman. Didn't work out as enough against Brisbane, but then only eight points against the Roosters, four against the Storm, yes, 38 against the Cowboys, but then 10 against the Warriors, 10 against the Knights, four against uh, the Eels, 18 against uh, Manly, 20 against Cowboys, 18 against the Tigers, four against the Roosters. That's not good enough. Like, the way the rules are this year, it's not enough points scored, even with the injuries, to sit on – they're on 369 points scored. They've scored less points than everybody but the Bulldogs.
1: Um, I will that's say so cool. though, in games Mitchell Pierce has played, they are 18 wins, 10 losses, and one draw with Adam O'Brien there. And yeah. that's pretty good. It is. It 18 is 18 out of 29 is a pretty decent return. It is. I agree. But I
0: just I just think they they are that middle of the pack, but I don't think they they, they want to be better than that, obviously. They have players like you know they've got one of the best props in their game. They signed Clemmer on big money. They signed Fazil. Like they paid Fazil a million dollars, apparently, or close to not a million, probably like eight hundred. But they paid him Clemmer. They have Saifidi. They paid Pierce. They paid Caitlin. They found Clifford. They have Bradman best. That has every right to be better than the seventh or eighth best team in the competition. And they just, but they're not. So I think he's had a fair enough return, but I also think it's fair for the Knights fans to want more when they're fully fit. Like. I mean again they they four and against is negative 137. It's not a great sign that no. when, when they're missing those players, yeah, they pack Look, it in.
1: I guess, but my argument would be that when they're missing those players, they can't win anything anyway. So I don't really give a shit about how they play. They're not the roosters. No one is the roosters. I know. Um,
0: but it does like it matters to them right now, right? Because they're falling against so bad. They're gonna make the finals, they are, but they're falling into so bad that they could end up, you know,
1: equal if they the of these team, they're out. Yeah, and coming seventh is a lot better than being eighth. The it way is. this comps ended up, I'd rather play Parramatta than Manly or the, the Roosters.
0: The, yeah, the team who comes eighth is playing Manly or the Roosters, and yeah,
1: it's mm. I don't know. But
0: anyway, next question. Uh, Hunter Austin says Moses and who <laughs> and why? Sorry, don't buy <laughs>
1: Moses and why? Oh, I'm sorry. Man. I don't
0: know. I don't know why you did that. Uh, no, no, uh, and on, on the back of that one I'll go back to the other question after But P says, Do you have any advice on how to get out of a 32 year long <laughs> toxic relationship It's a I long one
1: I feel bad for them Hey you won a premiership like 11 yeah. years ago That's not maybe,
0: maybe when they next go to work You just put all their stuff on the front lawn And change yep. the locks no <laughs>
1: uh,
0: Brenton Sloan On a scale of 1 to 10 How much joy does the return of CNK bring to both the Raiders And rugby league
1: well, it's nice for their fans and it makes a pretty bad team better. And that's really all we can ask for with the way the comp is so lopsided at the moment.
0: Yeah, one thing it's you know, it's endearing to the Raiders fans. Yes, obviously we mocked them earlier for Croker and stuff, but I did like how much they got behind Nickel Clockstad coming back this week. Like they do have a good way of making returns of players have gravitas to them, you know, make it seem like it matters where you know other teams are happy players come back, but we don't spend a whole week celebrating it. I yeah. liked that. Uh anyway, next question. Ben Qualiata, in theory, if you were to grow a lockdown if you were to grow lockdown facial hair, what style would you opt for and what would you potentially call a celebration of said facial hair? Uh, uh next question. Next question. But yes, I, uh yes, bad little, lockdown. Little, facial little, yeah. 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 Uh <laughs> Ben Qualiada again, if lone armies were a thing in their lockdown APL yeah. for some clubs, for example, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. What would your club have to
1: on the loan army for an extended period of time before eventually moving them on? I like this question a lot. Um, if if this was a thing like a few years ago, I feel like just from my club, like South, sort of had guys like Bo Fallone and Nathan Peets getting loaned out every which way for a few years there. Probably Connor Watson as well. It's another one. Um, there's some obvious ones. I think then you look further back. They probably would have loaned out Luke Burgess a fair bit kyle yeah. turner maybe um when did it suck getting called the lone army by the way they've chelsea fans have done that phase in Premier League because they've um they've been huge in it forever well dude their longest tenured player is like some goalkeeper that's never played for them yeah. who like they signed like nine years ago and just gets loaned out every year to like random places i don't know why this keeps happening but they have these guys who are for whatever reason just on their books forever never get a sniff of playing for them um and so, they just loan them out to other teams.
0: It's because Roman Abramovich is hooked on money laundering. And this is yes. player I laundering. Mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, the keeper, what is that? Is that
1: Jamie Cumming or someone else? No, uh, remember. it's um, it's yeah, well, their longest their longest serving player before that was um Lucas Piazon, who is yeah. like a football major legend from back in the day. He mm. was there for 10 years, went on eight loans, had three season, had three um senior team appearances for them over 10 years. Yeah. Um the goalie, I can't remember his name, but um, Ben will probably know, but it doesn't matter. Um, there's so many others that they've done. It's just so funny. Um, yeah. I do love it. Uh, no, but uh, okay. Yeah. I mean,
0: they have people know, but also like it's led to a lot of embarrassment for Chelsea that does, has because they've had these guys on loan who end up, they end up selling, who end like up being like Mo Salah, Sala yeah. Lukaku Lek- they loaned to what West Brom.
1: Yeah, and then Everton bought him for thirty million. Yeah, and then they bought yeah. him
0: back for a hundred mil
1: this off season. But yeah,
0: um, I like the loan only concept, and I, I've actually been pro the transfer market's kind of starting now and happening a little. I've been pro the idea of that, and I'm also pro the idea of uh, players loaning. Like you know, there's those young halves that hang around that are too good for Queensland Cup, but probably aren't ready for the NRL. We end up burning them by putting in the NRL early. It happens all the time. Like guys, like you know. When Blake Green went to England and spent like three or four years there, be great to have loan guys over there. But my team has no loan army because we've used every player. Ever. Okay, I found the guy <laughs> I was talking
1: I found the guy I was talking about. Uh, Matej Delach is a Bosnian goalkeeper. Chelsea signed him in 2018, uh, 2010. He was there until 2018. Zero appearances. Yeah. Uh, went out on loan to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10 different teams. If you think that uh just give him, you know, a cap? Just What's one. the point?
0: <laughs> just you know, one game. Yeah, but yeah, and it's also they just and the other way is like they just loan them everywhere too. It's like to the same club. Well,
1: yeah, that Kennedy guy that Ben's talking about just went to South America. Yeah, it's
0: like why After being you...
1: at Newcastle last year or Granada last year, Newcastle United the year before that or something. So.
0: And then he went to, like, what he played for. He's been at
1: Chelsea since 2015. My God. 15 games in seven years.
0: Yeah.
1: Well done. Yeah. It's very funny. But, yeah, who was some... I mean, you guys kind of suck now. But a few years ago, Brisbane probably would have had a few guys in that sort of camp.
0: Uh, okay. A couple of... Well, I mean, the guys that have been gone since... Or similar, like... feeder, probably would have got loaned, unfortunately, when he first came through because I had other guys hanging around. I'd love to, like, even this year they could have loaned Ethan Bullmore somewhere and he could have got more minutes. I mean, the Raiders are doing it right now perfectly with, like, Horsburgh. Like, Ryan James is someone who's leaving anyway, but Horsburgh needs football. Good good for them. Who would Brisbane else would have had on loan? I don't know. There's so many. Like I can't get my head into the space where they were a couple of years ago. All those guys that should have been on loan ended up in first grade when we punted all the first grade squad. But I do like the system on the idea of moving, like, not a loan army, but I do like that and are also they're getting closer and closer to having a more of a free transfer market. There's not just like sign contract stay at that club. Yeah. Kind of thing, you know. And I know they have to like, like, these loan agreements are weird. They're done in a way that I think they have to like terminate the other contract or something and then re-sign it. Because it's they can't be on loan, but whatever. Anyway, um, M, what is the longest string you can make of players' names? What the hell? Who, was this a game this week? I don't she got, know. She, she got a different one though. Hers is like Darius Boyd, Boyd Cordner.
1: I don't think she's tried to submit her best because that's only two names. So No. Uh, but yeah, we, I, don't, I don't know. We're I'll not think, doing this again. Maybe next week. Head, uh, we'll yeah. take a week to think about
0: it. Gruff Belly, I don't want to overhype the lad, but by your standards, <laughs> is Matt Burton almost the anti-cronk?
1: Um, is that because he's really good with the young? No, I think it's because he's getting ridiculous amounts of hype. I don't know. Uh no, no. I don't know, but Burton, yeah. Now, Burton's mean, really good. I'm really excited to see what he does to the Bulldogs next year. Yeah. in terms of reversing their fortunes.
0: Yeah, exactly. And he spent he'll be 22 next year. He spent development years at a good team going to that spine. How about have you heard like I, I think we mentioned it when they signed Pangai, but it's like I was waiting till when they hit their salary cap. Apparently they've hit the cap. This is oh. it for next year. It's like this is their roster. It's like, well, okay. They've got a lot of good backs and stuff, but it's like
1: Still a couple of forwards short. but
0: There's like right. rumors they can't afford to keep Luke Thompson.
1: Well, that's very bad. He's their <laughs> best forward by some yeah. distance. It's like, what? But maybe. Uh,
0: not great. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, don't sign all of the backs. And they'll be surprised when you run out of money. Uh, regularly mm. wrong Is the Stephen Crichton now, Alex Johnson without the tries? <laughs> oh, tough. I mean, second year syndrome hasn't been a thing for a while, but Stephen Crichton has brought back second year syndrome, hasn't he? Big time. He looked like the next big thing last year. Uh, looked like that special level of young talent on, you know, not on the level, but in that realm of like an Inglis or a Folau or similar that was going to keep murdering yeah. first grade every year. And yeah, in a Penrith team that is killing the competition, he has just been okay. Yeah. You know, just okay. Uh, but he's got plenty of time when he started to bounce back. Last question. Shana said, did the PVL born a bunch of lifeless blowouts kill Peter Stelling's love for
1: the game? <laughs> Probably. He was one of the only critics, like vocal critics in the media early on about the rule changes and stuff. Um, but I did read what he said about just wanting yeah. to go and see the world and stuff. How he's never been able to like, you know, go to the Northern hemisphere in the summer or things like that for like the last, you know, 35 years of his life because footy has always taken prefer- precedence over everything else. So, no, good on him. Yeah.
0: No, I liked his comments. His comments are honest. And he said, I'm not stepping, like, there was that dumb rumor that he's stepping away for the younger generation. He's like, I'm not doing this for anyone but me. And it was just good yeah. to see him own that. It's
1: like, yeah. I'm
0: not Also, what also. younger
1: generation? Like, the, the entire media landscape in this country is hiring people between the ages of 40 and 60. That's the younger
0: generation. Yeah. <laughs> But like, yes, I did actually like those comments where he said, you know, he wants to go travel and spend time overseas and all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, good. And he said, I want to be active and young enough and fit enough at his age of 61 to do those things, which he won't be in five to 10 mm-hmm. years. So good on him. It's very rare that people turn down millions of dollars to yeah. do that. But I, I, you got to appreciate it. And he can always come back to it. Comp- it will be a job for Stella if he wants it in two years, you know?
1: Yeah. Anyway, that's all the questions. Uh, is it? Yeah. Great. Uh, all right. Bef- well, before we get out of here, we'll give a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers of our Patreon subscription service. Um, if you want to be a part of that, patreon.com forward slash rookies, entry into next year's culture and cup access to our discord server, merchandise, plenty of other uh, perks as well. So thank you to Chris Abnell, Dave, Carlo Tyson, Rocky, Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Alex Sergio Comey, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Blake Meredy, Butsy, Cam Bezwick, Chris Slade, CTO, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hog, and anonymous backer, Frankie, JG James K, Jason, Jez, Joe Cordy, Joel Wrigley, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomo98, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, Matty Jenkins, Matt Coleman, Matthew Duggan, Maddie McPee, Michael Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding-dong is hard and I am sad, never trendy, party keg, Razor, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Seymour Butts, Simo, Stephen Hickey, Swarzy, Ty, the not so much a student Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy and Warwick Ahern. Thank you so much for your support uh, and to everyone in the lower tiers and to everyone who listens, thank you for your support as well. Mitchell, uh, your ding-dong and your sadness update.
0: Um... I don't know. I always, I always have fun on the podcast and so my sadness lifts,
1: but again, my my general spirit and ding But dong, now it's the maximum boom. amount of time before more podcasts.
0: Doomed. is the it's mm. new mood. It's just... I,
1: I'm cautiously optimistic for Friday's game.
0: Oh, I'm just doomed just in general. Just doomed.
1: Yeah, look, we're pretty much fucked. Uh, I don't yeah. know how there was a trillion cases. I don't know what is happening. Like Everyone I know is like either vaxxed or in the process of getting vaxxed and is just staying at home and just doing fuck all with their life and hating the government like you should be doing and yet every day there's just more and more i just yeah. don't understand how it's happening
0: because people have to go to work and that's just it like oh, yeah. a lot of journalists don't understand not take a shot at you but a lot of journalists keep talking about this shit don't understand that like not every job takes place on zoom or teams you can't work from home for everything like how things get to our house when we order things at home there's a whole lot of supply chain in that you know the a lot of the Western Sydney people are the grunt workers that where it's yeah. spreading. Those are the people that are going to workplaces and building sites and they're delivery drivers or they're working at fucking coals, whatever. Those are those people. That's why it's, it spreads more there than these guys who in Eastern suburbs who mostly, if you live in that area or in Manly, mostly you do a job that honestly, if you don't turn up for a day, it doesn't matter. But if you're, you can do it on Zoom or on mm. Teams or similar.
1: Like the fact yeah, that but, there's no, like, essential workers should be being paid to stay home right now. It's yeah. a simple fact and it's not happening. And yeah. I mean, but I, it, mate, that, I know
0: I don't want to get into this again and again, but like when, and it, I just have to believe what she said isn't the truth. And she didn't think it out. Well, when Gladys said that even if we get to 80% vax rate, Oh, that didn't gonna, that just crush your soul? We're not going to open up it. like other countries that crushed me. I was then like, what the,
1: are we, then why are we doing this?
0: Well, that was like, honestly, it was one of the first times I thought, what is the point of being alive then? What is that? If you are not going to let us live our lives like we were living them at at a hundred percent vax rate, for example, if you're still going to care about cases, with what she said. What the fuck am I doing in this country? Was my thought. What the yep. fuck am I doing here? Absolutely. If that's how we move forward, I don't. And I refuse to believe that'll be what it is. I feel. I feel like you didn't think out what she said enough. But like, if we are in a world where a hundred percent vaxed, a hundred percent vaxed, or ninety-five percent vaxed. By the 5% of the side that you can't get vaccinated, you know, whatever problems and complications they have. If we're in that space and we still care about cases, I'm getting the fuck out of this country. I'll go live in fucking Russia, mate. I don't care. Like, if we have to lock down our cities when there's a case, we never did this shit with influenza. Like, once everyone's vaccinated, what's the point? But yeah, I heard that and that, like, broke me a little. I was like, she can't mean
1: that. Yeah. It's, it's it's I just don't know how I, I I can't get my head around it.
0: Yeah, and our little hermit fuckwit cousin over there, who who somehow like us and th- those morons blew a fucking five nil lead. <laughs> us in New Zealand, New Zealand lockdown, and then they asked Jacinda Ardern why she did it, and the level four restrictions after one case, and she points to the west and says she says Australia, and people are like she, applauding that, and like no, you're you're all fucking morons. she's a fucking moron, everyone's a fucking moron cheering lockdown like yeah and instead of pointing to the rest of the world and going well look what they did and they figured it out us and our hermit dickhead cousin point at each other and go "Uh lockdown more and faster lock harder shut everything so that's how I am doing Bunga that's
1: where I'm sitting now yeah I feel exactly the same way (laughs) mate. look at least I got my new computer last week and my PS5 is ready to be picked up tomorrow so things are looking up yeah Um, NFL starts soon.
0: Well, I'll be inside for that. That's good. Yeah, that's true. Um,
1: <laughs> what else? Uh, I mean Souths are good. Souths nice for me.
0: Are you got anyone? Anyone know a good cyanide guy? Like,
1: oh, <laughs> uh, I think I think White King will do the job, mate. That'll
0: be that'll be our next uh, thing we send out the patrons, mate. We'll just send out cyanide yeah. in the mail, branded. No, uh,
1: purple purple nooses with monogrammed yeah. initials
0: on it. Like, oh god. But yeah, if that 80 percent lockdown thing, like. I'll, I'll get, oh, fuck, I'll go live it under a rock. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. That just can't, it just can't be it. That can't be the, our future.
1: No, it can't be held to ransom by a few fuckwits. Yeah. But yet yeah. we are. Yes, we are. Here we are. And all okay. of you are held to ransom for a couple of hours a week by these two fuckwits. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's a different story. All it right. Um, enjoy the games this weekend. No one talk to me if Souths lose by 50. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from me.